Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Aloe Cadabra. Aloe Cadabra is 95% organic aloe vera. Visit www.alocadabra.com today. Step inside the sensual world of sex with Jaya. This hour will bring you sex education like you've never heard before. It's uncensored, no holes barred advice to increase your sexual knowledge and performance. Now, here's your host, Jaya. I'm ready for sex with Jaya. Are you? Oh, so ready for sex with Jaya. And a nice, long, cozy 20 week stay on a Hawaiian island. That sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, yes. That leads me to our topic today. Sex after having a baby. Yeah. Sex after childbirth. Challenges. What sex? What? <laughs> We're doing pretty good, actually. But I have some questions for you all. Are moms sexual beings? Do new parents even have sex lives? How can I think of sex when I'm so exhausted and it hurts? and I have kids to take care of. Well, today we're talking about sex after having a baby and the ways that you can get your sex life back on track. Many of you know that I'm a new mom, and I'm completely determined to shed some light on the secrecy surrounding what happens to couples after the birth of a baby. If you're a new mom or a couple with a young child, be sure to listen in and call in with your questions. I have two really wonderful guests today, Ellen Heed, an internationally recognized sexologist who I credit with saving my sex life after the birth of my baby. Um, I'm going to share my story, plus some of the solutions that Ellen and I discovered when working with postpartum women over the last year and a half. My second guest is Kristen Chase, a.k.a. the Mominatrix. She's a mother, a blogger, a sex columnist for ImperfectParent.com. Her book, The Mominatrix's Guide to Sex, a funny, frank advice book for new moms and seasoned moms, has garnered praise by the likes of Red Book Magazine, been featured on Discovery Health, Women's Day, as well as Pregnancy and Newborn Parents and Parenting Magazines. This is really going to be a valuable show for anyone out there waiting to reclaim their sexual vitality by ending pain and restoring their libido and their desire. My first guest, Ellen Heed, will be on the line with us in a little bit, so um, we're just waiting for her to call in here. Uh, D-Love, you have to chime in here from a male perspective because it is the ladies today, and we're probably going to be jabbering about new moms, but you have to be the, the new dad here. Yeah, when you were talking about the, the, the new mom, new dad thing, the concept that was going into my mind was the concept of the secret society. It's like all the stuff that other parents don't tell about to be parents is this big secret. Um, and I think it's because a lot of them want to keep it a secret. So you jump in and... Uh, and take the plunge and have a baby. Exactly. And then you're so you part, then part you're of one with them. Club. And then they've got you hooked. Yes, they've got you hooked. You're now in the new parents club and uh, they didn't tell you that, oh, yeah, you might not sleep for two years, or oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, what it does to your relationship and you all of the challenges. You might have a vaginal tear. You might have, um, you know, and I, I, like, there's amazing things to being a parent. Don't get me wrong. I we both love our little man, but there is so much that we didn't know before we took the journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and another, th- you know, just on this other thing, I was thinking. I'm very excited about today's show because um, you rarely speak about what you're up to on this show, and you could fill a full year of your own radio show just jabbering on about what you know about uh, sexuality uh, with your expertise and your depth of knowledge. Oh, D-Love, you're making me blush. And it's all about this new thing you're about to launch, which is just amazing. Yeah, Ellen and I actually have been working for almost two years together on a program for new moms. Um, and we, you know, we're about to launch a major project. ReclaimSex.com is the website. If you want to check it out, we're actually giving away um, a free three-video training for new moms, new co- parents with uh, new new children, 
and um, how you can in pain restore your libido. Uh, there's just so much really, really valuable information. And uh, I'm so ready to dive in with Ellen. I'm actually here with her in Los Angeles, and uh, we're waiting on a phone line. So um, hopefully that comes soon. And uh, we're, we're going to figure out a technical difficulty we're having here uh, probably over the break, and she'll join us when we come back. But uh, right now I want to go ahead and talk a little bit about something that Ellen and I were going to talk about, which are the four obstacles to sexual health and wellness that new moms and couples face. So this is really, you know, Ellen's sort of genius and expertise is coming up with these really four pivotal things that really affect our sex lives, our sexual wellness. And number one is biomechanics. Now, what does that mean? Well, it it has to do with your flexibility, with um, you know, your posture. So think about all you new moms out there when you're breastfeeding. What might um, happen from your breastfeeding posture, your back, maybe you have back pain, or maybe your tailbone got knocked out of place during pregnancy. And uh, I know with the penetration of a penis inside there with your tailbone out of place, it might cause a lot of pain. Ouch! Um, and I know that's something that happened to me was also my tailbone getting put out of place. So uh, we're not all here to give you doom and gloom. Let's just say that, too. We're here actually to offer solutions. And I'm really excited about the Mominatrix being on today because, you know, she brings such humor. And I think that sometimes this topic can get a little heavy. So I want to make sure that we keep it light and fun today. Light, but light. The, you are the light at the end of the tunnel. You, this is what the, you guys are offering. The light. The light, light, yes. The next one is biochemistry. A lot of people are not aware that hormones, um, what's happening underneath your skin and your blood, uh, there are hormones running around, and you have hormones that can be the recipe for no libido, no desire, uh, mood swings, you know, all kinds of very lovely and interesting things that can be caused by by hormones, especially from breastfeeding because those hormones keep you bonded to your baby and not necessarily to your partner. So Mm. um, that's another one of these four. And then we have emotions. So emotions really, you know, I think the biggest thing that we saw in our research was that um, the emotional life, a lot of resentment can get, get built up between partners because they don't know how to really effectively communicate with one another. And, you know, D-Love and I are really big on communication and really effective communication, what those tools are. I know we've been reading a lot about that. And our guest actually next week, Jonathan um, Gottman, I think his name is, D-Love, am I getting that right? That's correct, yeah. Um, he wrote a book, and he actually says communication is is – there's a myth that communication helps people out, but then this whole book's about communication, so I'm challenging him on that one. Because <laughs> um, it really is about how we talk to one another. And, um, you know, I'm a big proponent for not nagging or complaining, but actually appreciating and finding our needs. Right, D-Love? Meeting the needs and being able to yeah. know what they are in the first place so you can talk about them and express them. And uh, create an environment where where you feel free, where you where you really give your partner the freedom to to say those things that may be challenging and um, embarrassing, or uh, you know, bring up other stuff. Mm-hmm. One of the things I think is really important is it's uh, hard for new moms to say they need help. Yeah. You know, um, and to get that help. So without being like, oh, you didn't take out the trash again, or oh, you didn't wash the dishes again, or oh, you know, you 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 didn't do this as opposed to, you know, the a really constructive, really good way to ask, which is just being honest about, I need more support. Right. <laughs> I need more help. I need, and not in a way that criticizes or shuts down your partner, but gives them the opportunity. What would you say for guys out there, you know, in helping their wife or their, you know, mother's child? Well, I would say that um, the need street definitely goes both ways. Men have needs. Um, and one of the biggest things in the needs conversation is the personal conversation of responsibility. And uh, when we're, since we're specifically talking about having a child, the choice to have a child, whether it's a surprise or um, actually planned, it, it can be difficult at times to remember to make sure you're taking responsibility for that choice and 
uh, with you, with my specific experience of, of uh, having a child and you being my partner, um, I have, uh, you know, I've done my best to realize that the monumental shift in your life because of the physicality of the process uh, has a whole er- arena of pressure on you that I don't even understand. So I do my best to really step into that place of I chose to take this on and I, I, I wish to support you and your needs. And at the same time, when I have something come up, be clear um, that it's possible to have my needs met and meet your needs at the same time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very important. So needs-based communication. Yeah. And then the fourth obstacle, which is the one that blew me away, you know, I, I knew everything about you know, healing and I knew about communicating and I knew that hormones might affect me, but what I didn't know was that scar tissue was really going to throw me for a loop, and that's the fourth piece, and this is really the crux of Ellen's work which is on healing scar tissue. So this is why I credit her so intensely with saving my sex life after having a baby is because, you know, it, it, not, you know, scars are forever. Scars don't go away. But here I was, I went to Ellen and, and she helped me melt my scars. So I literally melted the scar tissue away and then my painful sex went away and I was able to have sex with you again, D-Love, which was mm-hmm. fantastic. Me. Yeah. Um, and so to find out more about Ellen and I's online program that we're about to launch, RSVP, you can visit ReclaimSex.com. Again, that's ReclaimSex.com. We're giving away a free video training. And, um, you know, hopefully I can get Ellen on the line here during the break. I might switch phones or something. But um, at any rate, you can more reclaimsex.com and my new site sexisyou.com be sure to check that out because there's lots of free information and some blogs about this exact topic we'll be back when we return with more sex with Jaya and our guest Kristen Chase the Mominatrix and Ellen Heed more sex with Jaya when we return Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Allocadabra. Feel the magic happen. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, Master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Sensuality. Sensuality. Oh, oh, oh. 
you're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. For those of you who haven't checked out the yummy, effective, and 95% organic Aloe Cadabra, my new favorite lube, go to AlloCadabra.com, use coupon code Jaya, that's J-A-I-Y-A, for 20% off, and shipping is free when you buy any three. You can also find Aloe Cadabra nationwide at any one of Vitamin Shop's 490 locations at Whole Foods in Southern California, or at Sprouts if you live in Arizona, Denver, and California. So I'm so excited for our guest, Miss Kristen Chase, the Mominatrix. Kristen, you are so breaking the myth that moms are not hot and sexy. I think everybody should go to her site right now and see her sexiness at mominatrixbook.com. Hello, yes, Kristen. Yes, absolutely. Good evening. Or I guess it's good afternoon for you, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so... You know, we're we're talking a lot about sex after having a baby and this transition from being totally kidless and having this sort of free life to being a mom with a baby, which can be kind of rough. So what advice would you offer emotionally and physically to people or moms who are in that transition? Well, you know, that period, I mean, and, and it can be anywhere from, you know, the first six weeks to even you know a few months up to six months even a year it's it's it really depends on the woman and and how she adjusts and the support that she has but really I tell moms to just take it easy I think so often we feel like we have to do everything and so we have to be you know the best partner the best spouse the best mom and and we can't do all of that at once so you know just get a handle on being a mom first and start, you know, being more comfortable with that role and then allow yourself to sort of get back into being that partner, being the lover, um, you know, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and I think it'll, it's, it's a lot easier than sort of diving in headfirst and trying to do everything. Mm-hmm. We were talking, Ellen and I, this afternoon about, you said some really key words, one being support and also resting and taking that time. Because I think in our culture, it's like, you know, I was like two weeks postpartum. I was like, I'm ready to go back to work. What? Lay in bed, you know? But in other cultures, it's like they have this period, this time of really like resting, restoring, and, and taking care. It's a little bit slower. So Absolutely. I completely agree with well, you. Well, and it's a major, you know, it's, this is not this like a little walk around the park here when you have a baby, you know, regardless of how, how you had your baby. It's a big deal, physically especially, and you do need to rest your body because so many women, um, you know, uh, come to me and say, you know, I'm happy. The reason why I don't want to have sex is because I'm having pain, and I don't know whether I'm supposed to be having pain because it's been a couple months. Or, you know, if I'm not. And so I think that, like you said, giving your body a chance to heal, sometimes the six weeks isn't enough. Some women are ready in three weeks. You know, my midwife said, hey, you know, if you're ready to get back on the wagon, you can do it in three weeks. So it really depends. Listen to your body. Mm-hmm. And I also want to add in there, too, that, like, sometimes men aren't ready. Like, do you love? Remember? I was like, hey, do you love? I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, uh-uh. <laughs> I'm not even thinking about sex. I know, well, and it goes both ways, you know, no pun intended. But, you know, it's like <laughs> some women are ready in six weeks and some aren't, and some guys are ready and some aren't. You know, you hear this the joke that, like, the guys are counting down the six weeks, like, you know, on the, on the wall, like like they're in jail, you know, counting down the days. But that's not the case for everyone. And so I think you just, you know, really have to check in with your partner and see what's going on and not rush things because it'll happen at some point. Um, the time just needs to be right for both of you. Mm-hmm. So how can new, this was a problem for me. You know, I had diapers to change, which was very abnormal for my life all of a sudden. And, you know, there's poop and there's body things and there's puke all over me constantly. I'm breastfeeding. <laughs> you know, there's that leaky boob thing. There's oatmeal all over me in the mornings, not to mention that I was absolutely exhausted. Right. How can new moms feel sexy with all that going on? It's hard. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's a tough one. And I, you know, so many people ask me that. And I, and I say, you know, here's the thing. You have to sort of infuse it back into your life slowly. 
because you're right when you're when you're wearing um, you know bodily fluids <laughs> of the puking kind. <laughs> um, you know, we're not talking Monica Lewinsky here. Um, uh-huh. That you know, you really need to do something small every day. And I actually did a sexual resolution last January, um, and I and I you know a couple I people have revived year. it this year. But I went through and I listed one thing every day that you can do to sort of revive your sexuality. And it's not, you know, sort of swinging from the chandeliers. It's small little things that you can do, like, like take a shower. shower. Yes. Or, Watch you know, hair. wear a song or, you know, go through your underwear drawer and get a new get size for a new sexy bra. And it sounds really silly. You know, I mean, when you look at the list, you're like, really? Because some people are obviously more adventurous than other people. But... By doing that, you're sort of infusing it back in your life. You're making yourself more comfortable with it. And as you get going, it's sort of like riding bikes. So faster and faster, and then you're on your way. I just heard of a new, uh, like a lingerie, it was new to me, a lingerie company that makes stuff for like pregnant women and breastfeeding moms. It was hotmilk.com. Oh, they're fantastic. And, uh, I was like, oh, those are kind of hot bras. Yeah, and it's, I actually wrote about their commercial because they did this really racy, it's an Australian company, Australian or New Zealand, either way, very hot. And um, I did a, 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 a column about their commercial because they had this really, you know, hot and sexy pregnant woman wearing their lingerie. And it was a little, you know, for, for some people, especially in this country where we're just so covered up, that um, I think it was really cool to see how, you know, this pregnant woman, she's hot. She wants it. She's sexy. And I think even nursing moms, too, you may not be feeling so great. You don't want people to touch your boobs. However, you can still wear a lacy bra. You don't have to wear, you know, a big, gigantic straight jacket. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> we can still be sexy. Somebody said, oh, there's nursing bras, and I, I agree that they are not sexy, but these are sexy. So check out hotmilk.com. And you can check out, also check out Kristen's site, themominatrixbook.com. So it's momanatrixbook.com, not the the in front of it. but um, And she has an, an, a book, which I'm very excited to read. I haven't read it yet. I have to be honest, but uh, I have to get a copy and read it. Yeah, The Momanatrix's Guide to Sex. And actually, I list my five favorite sexy nursing bras in there. So if you're awesome. looking for some, if you, if you think they don't exist, they really do, I promise. And uh, they, they, you know, and, you know, you could say that any nursing bra is sexy because, you know, you pop it open and voila. But <laughs> when you're the one wearing them, they don't feel great. Mm-hmm. Well, I have to get that because um, I'm still nursing and I just recently got into lingerie. So this is good advice. Good advice. Perfect. Perfect timing. Yes. So couples with new babies and young children, you know, they often find themselves, this is my practice, about 85% of my practice are couples who are in sexless relationships or they have very, very little sex. I'm talking like one or two times a year um, after the birth of their baby. And this is even, I have couples who it's 30 years after the birth of their baby and they're still in a sexless relationship. So what are like three tips maybe that you have to give them to help them stay connected and really keep the spark alive? Well, I think the first thing is that you both have to agree to make it a priority. So if it's not important to you, it's not important to you as a couple, then it's just not going to happen. And I know so many people can make excuses, and I think that if you, you probably see in your practice, people just make excuses after excuse, and then it goes down the list and down the list, and it never happens. And I think, I, especially for moms, I tell them that, now, if sex is not just good for you and your partner, but it's actually good for your kids because it shows, it, it can make you happy, it can make you a better mom, and it can model what a really good relationship is if you're, if you're in a partner relationship, um, you know, while you're parenting. So definitely make it a priority. I agree with that one. You, you know what? You just have to agree to it. The second thing is that you have to communicate, and, and you have to say, like, this is working, this isn't. So once you've decided, okay, we're going to do this, you have to talk about it, especially if you haven't had sex in 30 years, some things have changed. <laughs> Even if you haven't had sex in a few months, some things might have changed, especially after having a baby. And you can probably, you know, attest to this that some things kind of move around. Some things might be a little harder to find. You never know. Some women have fantastic sex after having a baby because everything's a little more sensitive in a good way. But you have to talk about it. If sex isn't fun, if it's boring, if it's not working, then sure, why would you have it? <laughs> right. You if gotta it make it feel fun. good, if it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> would it, yeah, you, you have to. And, and, then, and then finally, I think you, you sort of have to go back to the basics. 
And so don't just say, okay, well, we're going to, we're going to have sex on, you know, I'm thinking of Lisa Vanderpump on The Real Housewives of, you know, Beverly Hills, where she's like, we have it on my husband's birthday and Christmas. Mm. You know, if you're going to do it like that, then, you know, I don't think it's going to be that fun. You've got to work yourself up to it. Go on some dates. Have a little, you know, go back to the romance. Go back to, what, ninth grade when you're running the bases, you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Seems kind of silly, but, you know, those kinds of things can really help bring you together because chances are if you're not having sex, you're probably not in a really close, emotional, intimate relationship. They go hand in hand, right? Mm -hmm. So you got to get back to that before you can even get to the sex. Yeah, I would actually add to that a little bit about, you know, keeping connected and in touch because we have to expand what our definition of sex is, that sex doesn't always just put the penis, and this goes back to what you were saying about, you know, like when you were in ninth grade and you were holding hands or playing kiss and catch or spin the bottle or those fun things that we did. And it's like, well, our, you know, there's oral sex, there's erotic massage, there's um, making out with your clothes on, you know. You were yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, I don't know if you get this, but I get this a lot, where women are just so embarrassed to have to use a sex toy, and men, for some reason, can I don't know, there's just so many issues surrounding sex toys and lube and all that kind of stuff, and I wish there was a way, and maybe, you know, obviously through your show and hopefully through, you know, the Mominatrix's Guide to Sex and the book, but we're saying... It's perfectly fine and normal to use a sex toy, to use a lube. It doesn't mean, like, you're less than a, a man or less than a woman or anything like that. I would say lubes and sex toys are a must, not yeah. just a girl's <laughs> like, so use lube after having a baby. It's amazing, <laughs> though, the stigma that people have, you know, that those things have for people, the sort of stereotypes that, that come out and come into play when people think of those things. And I remember I did a session in San Francisco when I was doing my book tour, and about five of the women were like, really? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And then off they went to the lube section of the store, and they had a blast. Awesome. Yay. Well, you're spreading such amazing work. Uh, You can go to mominatrixbook.com to find out more about all of the great work that Kristen is doing, a.k.a. the Mominatrix. I absolutely love that. And when we return, we're going to talk more about this myth that moms aren't sexual beings and some tips for what guys can do to support their partner and even boost their libido. More sex with Jaya when we return. Voice counts. Call toll free 1 866 472 5787. 1 866 472 5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral sex for couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is Aloe Cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe Cadabra. Feel the magic happen. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own. 
please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now, back to Sex with Jaya. I are so excited. We're launching our RSVP, Reclaim Sexual Vitality Postpartum Program, on Valentine's Day. Be sure to visit www.reclaimsex.com. We're giving away a free three-video series full of valuable information like you've heard on the show today. And I finally have Ellen on the line. Hi, Jaya. Hey, Ellen. We actually are looking at one another. This is so fun to be in the same room. Um, and, uh, and we also have Kristen Chase, the Mominatrix. You can visit her site at mominatrixbook.com. And we're talking about how you can get your sex life back on track after having a baby. Let's start diving in with the myth that moms aren't sexual, so this whole Madonna whore thing. Um, how can moms bust this myth and really find their sexy goddess? What do you think, Kristen? Oh, man, I'm so sick of that, you know. I'm so sick of hearing that moms aren't sexy. And then, you know, it's like if they are sexy, then for, and then all of a sudden they're milf. I don't know or if we're bad um, moms. Yeah, exactly. It's like there's no in-between. There's no just like cool mom who takes care of her kids and loves them and then also happens to be, you know, a mom in matrix in the bedroom. So, you know, I think it's just continuing to educate people and to set an example and say, hey, you know, that um, bad girls um, only in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah. We can be bad girls, too. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and, Ellen, you know, we were talking earlier today about biology and sort of the biological warfare that goes on that makes us literally feel like not only do we have cultural things going on telling us we're not sexy, but we have biology also make, telling us we're not sexy. So what are some things that are going on underneath our skin? So some of the things that happen with new moms, especially moms who are breastfeeding, is that they have hormones that are associated with a letdown of milk that also make them tend to turn their allegiance more toward their baby and away from the man in their life or a female partner, uh, away from the sexual pretty much. Uh, they tend to uh, form this strong bond with the baby at the expense of the pre-existing bond with their partner, you know, how the baby got made. <laughs> we've had moms in our research that we've done that have actually said, all I want to do is cuddle with my kids and that kind of smelly, hairy guy over there, I don't want anything to do with him. <laughs> and that's kind of hormonal-based. It's not really how she may be feeling in her heart of hearts, but it's how her, her biology is reacting in order to keep her allegiance with caregiving to the child. Mm-hmm. But there's a way to kind of, uh, there's workarounds for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and I want to speak D love. What do you think of? What would you say to guys out there who um, say they aren't attractive to their wife anymore? We had a woman in our study, for example, whose partner wouldn't have sex with her. He put her up on this like Madonna pedestal that she was like the pristine mother, and he, you know, he just he could not see her in a sexual way anymore, and they ended what? up splitting up. So, I'm what would you say to guys out there who have that going on? Well. My sincere answer is that there's something to be looked at there. There's probably something psychological. Um, so, and and my more succinct answer is get over it, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I applaud that. <laughs> yeah, if, I, if I had a pause button, I would applaud that. What? Would you, you applaud that? I do, absolutely. I said if I had an applause button back here, I would, I would, I would push it. Pushing it. Pushing it, because that's great. I think, you know, absolutely there's something going on. But at the same time, it's like, come on now. You know, I know, it's, it's like, get over it. You, you know, and we hear so many women say, well, they saw the baby come out whichever way, you know, if you had a C-section or you had a vaginal birth. Okay, fine, we get it. And there's time to recover. But come on, let's. Let's, um, don't you think the society has a lot to do with this too? I mean, we're bombarded with these pictures of perfect women constantly, and especially, you know, some of these celebrity moms that like pop the baby out and then leave the hospital looking exactly the same as they did nine months before. Yeah, and I imagine those images have don't help. me talk right after their C-section. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's going on? So I think right. that those images don't help women or men, actually. I think yeah. that that is not um, a positive, at least for the dialogue that's happening um, in, with postpartum sex. And so, so I, I you know, you love, it needs to be more realistic. Really good. 
that's something that D-Love's really good at reminding me of, that, you know, not only are these images bad for women, but they're also not good for men because then men think that they have to have that on their arm or if their partner's not doesn't look like that, then they can't be attracted to that. It's really My, an impediment. It's really a deep impediment to many men's ability to be intimate with, with a real human being. Right. No, it's, it's a great way. Great. Yeah, well put. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we love D-Love. Isn't he great? I have a great partner. I'm getting you love. Okay, so let's talk about guys then and what they can do to support their partner um, and even to help them boost their libido. So, Kristen, you know, what do you say to the guy who's like, oh, my God, you know, I don't, her boobs used to be mine. Now there are babies. Um, you know, we can't have sex because maybe she hurts or there's right, all this right. stuff. Uh, you know, what do you say? <laughs> what, what, well, what I actually you, have a whole chapter in the book. Um, it's called For the Dads, and, um, and it's, it, it, it's for the Mominatrix's Guide to Sex, who are like, what book? And so what I say to the dads out there is sort of, I think, what most people are saying is, one, is to be super supportive, be as present as you can be. I don't, by present, I don't mean, like, sitting in the same room. I mean attentive and, and there so that they can cry to you or they can pass the baby off to you or, you know, so you give them the emotional support that they need. Um, don't push them. So, you know, say, and, and just remind them how much you love them. But within reason, let's, you know, be honest. I had a dad email me and say, I don't know what's going on. My wife doesn't want to have sex with me anymore. She just had a baby, and I tell her she's the only woman that I fantasize about and that she looks amazing like a model. And I'm like, whoa, 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 stop. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> because that's not realistic. And she's, she can see right through that, and she knows you're not being honest. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, we kind of smell the needy sex guy thing. Exactly. Like, you look amazing. You look like Giselle Bunchen. Okay, look, I never look like Giselle Bunchen. So <laughs> don't be going there. Don't, don't let desperation set in. But I think, you know, just being supportive and being honest and helping out. And, you know, I'm not saying, like, you got to go up there and do the five loads of laundry, but just do something out of the ordinary. Just show her that you are there and that you're, that you, that you love her and that you really, really, really um, you know, want want to be the best father, and I'm, I know I'm speaking to guys that I'm sure you have um, obviously lesbian partners as well, but I'm talking to the dads here, um, that, you, that you are really supportive and want to be uh, you know, an important part of the relationship with the child too. There's a good uh, uh, instruction manual for the simple things that dads can do after um, their partners give birth. To Oh, I like this, D-Love. The yeah. instruction manual, simple it's, things men can do. I want to hear it. Well, it's called uh, Porn for Moms. Oh, I love that. It is. Iron the clothes with no shirt on. It's hot. Yeah. Empty the dishwasher and just your underwear. Fantastic. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, honey, I'll take the baby for 15 minutes while yep. you go yeah. drink a glass of wine. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's just stuff like that, you know, and I think just, just being really mindful and thoughtful and understanding, too, I know the big, you know, like my husband would, would come home from work and he would stop at the gym on the way home before he got home and I had the newborn. And I was home with a screamy, colicky baby all day. And that would make me so upset because it was like, oh, nothing changed for you. You can stop home and go to the gym. And here I am bouncing around with my boob hanging out of my bra. can't figure out how to clip it. You know what I mean? And I'm thinking, <laughs> you know, just be a little more thoughtful here. Give me a call and say, hey, how are you doing? Do you need me to come home or can I run to the gym? Um, or, hey, would you like to run to the gym and I'll stay with the baby? Those sorts of things mean so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm spoiled. Do you love? You're amazing. Thank you. More and no know. groping. Let's let's just put that out there. No groping during diaper changes, right, Jaya? I mean, it's, I'm yes. sure I'm sure your partner does not do that, but that I'm not a time to make too many women. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, while you're wiping, you know, your baby's butt, come on. I don't think that works. Right. Right. <laughs> okay. Everybody has to check out mamanatrixbook.com. That's Kristen's site. And Ellen Heed and I were launching our program for new moms. That is ReclaimSex.com. You know, I want to talk a little bit about the number one challenge that you think moms face when it comes to their sexuality. We're going to have to go to break soon, but just, you know, what's, if you can name one number one thing that, it, that they face, what, would, what do you think that is? Um, lack of sleep is, is huge. <laughs> yeah, I went two years without it. 
oh, I mean, it's just you're not getting enough rest. When you're not getting enough rest, I mean, everything sort of suffers, and really your libido will suffer if you're not getting sleep. And the problem is, though, it's like, well, what do you do? It's not like it's an easy fix. So, um, you know, you just, again, have to try to focus in and and ask for help, get some help. And by by help, I mean ask your partner to get up for one of the feedings. I had a a mom who would pump, and actually during the middle of the night when she was breastfeeding, she would have her partner feed the baby with a bottle to get get extra sleep. You know, don't feel guilty if that's what you have to do. You know, you you have to think of yourself. Yeah, I know another couple where he would take the baby, like, they would, he, the baby would wake up at, like, 6, so he would take him from, like, 6 to 10, so then the, the mom could get at least four hours of good rest, and I think that's yeah. part of what makes us crazy is that we, I, I made a chart one night, and it was like I was getting 20 minutes of sleep, then the baby wanted to wake up and nurse, then 30 minutes he wanted to wake up and nurse, 20 more minutes, I literally, like, I barely, some time, some nights I was getting an hour straight, and that was it, so yeah. I'm surprised I didn't absolutely go bonkers. Um, right. But, yeah, I mean, if you're exhausted, you don't want to have sex. So, guys, this is another tip for you. Like, you know, D-Love, you're so great, and now you have the baby at night, and I'm getting full nights of sleep. Yep. Even though I'm so Wow, dusty. where did you, you need to clone him. <laughs> I know. Isn't he great? We definitely need to clone him. Yeah. But that's what, and, then, and women don't need to feel bad about getting, you know, there's there's something in there, too, and I think it's societal as well, where we, we sort of feel bad or we feel less than when we're like, well, you know, we can't hack it. You know, I can do it on one hour of sleep. Well, no one can do anything on one hour of sleep, and that doesn't make you a superhero. It makes you kind of stupid. <laughs> you know, I love that. Oh, my God, that's so great, and that's such good advice for me because I want to be a superhero. And um, now I have to just say, no, Jaya, you need to sleep. That's just stupid. Why do you want to stay up <laughs> Yep, exactly. Oh, that's so perfect. Oh, okay, so when we, we've been talking about the challenges and, uh, around this, but we really want to offer you solutions. So when we return from break, we're going to talk about some solutions um, to this whole period, some things that you can do maybe even over the weekend to start reconnecting with your partner right now. Uh, more is Sex with Jaya when we return. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is Aloe Cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe Cadabra. Feel the magic happen. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, Master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. 
tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. Okay, you have to go to mamanatrixbook.com. I was just talking with Kristen over the break. How many children do you have, Kristen? Four. Four and you kids. still have sex? What did, what did you say? I said, and you still manage to have sex? <laughs> I played the fifth. No, yes, of course. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. So you, I bow down to you because I only have one, and I know how challenging it is with just one. Yes, see, so, so it's still possible. See, you can have lots of kids and still actually want to have sex. You are you are living, breathing. You are a sex goddess. Okay, I've deemed you. I've crowned you sex goddess. All right, so Mom and Atrix, I just have to ask you where that came from. Oh, isn't what it great? I can't even take credit it. for it. I I, wrote, I write a sex column over at imperfectparent.com, and I came up with some really stupid names for a sex column for parents. And uh, the editor's wife, Jessica, was like, how about Mom and Atrix? And I'm like, that is perfect. And so that's where it comes from. And it's great because every once in a while I get emails from someone who thinks I'm a dominatrix and they ask me for tips. (laughs) And I don't know what to tell them. (laughs) Uh, Every now and then someone thinks that I am one. But, no, it's just, hey, it's it's, it's sexy mom. That's what it is. Better than MILF, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I like it, too. All right. Awesome. So I really want to give some of the new moms and parents out there some solutions. I know we talked about the number one challenge that we face is sort of not getting enough sleep and being tired, but what are some other solutions, some other advice, fixes that they can actually start implementing right away? There are tons of great ways to start. And like I mentioned, too, and, and folks can find it. They, actually, if they just Google sexual resolution, you'll find my list of, like, 31 things to get you started. I mean, that's, mm. you, you'll have a busy weekend and if you want to do it over the weekend, which you certainly can. Hey, I challenge you. Do all 31 things before Valentine's Day on Monday. There you go. Send a challenge out to your listeners. But it's awesome. everything from... Take a shower together, um, give a massage, wear some sexy underwear. I think just really getting it back into your life. It does not mean that you have to, you know, go crazy at your local sex store, spend a thousand dollars, you know, on whatever store dot com. But just, just start thinking about it. Just start making it a priority, and you know, and and treat yourself. I find that when I actually start thinking about it, when I buy some new underwear, you know, go get a wax. I have to add that touch is really this wonderful way to reconnect. Ellen and I are really big on oxytocin, the love and bonding hormone. And, um, you know, you get all this oxytocin connection with your baby, but it's really important for us to start recreating a bond with our partner. And that doesn't necessarily mean intercourse sex again. That means, you know, like you said, doing massage, touching, stroking, kissing, you know, doing those things that can help really build that bond. And, you know, D-Love and I, I mean, sometimes I just, like, cry in your arms, D-Love, right? It is true. That's great. Hey, that's that's what we don't get enough of, I think. And I think that's so many people are lacking in their relationships is that we end up giving all the touch and love and niceness. I'm like, I tell my husband sometimes, I'm like, I've run out of nice. I have used all my nice up to my children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that we sort of take it out on our partner. And so, you know, just dial it back over the weekend. It's such, you know, I know people rise a lot of times at these Hallmark holidays, but it's such a great reminder, sort of dial it back, take a step back in your relationship and look and see what you can do. And just think of the fun surprise if you just kind of change things up, make it a little exciting for Monday, how fantastic it could be. Mm-hmm. I want to give a little recipe to everybody out there. Um, Ellen and I actually made a video on YouTube, so you can search for it on YouTube. Um, and that is on this licking chocolate sauce. 
Ooh. Very exciting for Valentine's Day. So it's a half a cup of raw cacao powder. Cacao is associated with love because it's high in magnesium. It also has a chemical in it called PEA, which um, helps you feel like you're in love. It's uh, really responsible for that, like, up all night, can't stop thinking about the person, don't want to eat. It's that yummy hormone chemical. So that is in chocolate. And then you want to use a fourth of a cup of honey. Raw honey is the best, full of really good enzymes. And then half a cup of coconut oil. I'm a huge fan of coconut oil. It's really good for your skin, you know, if you're putting this on to lick off your partner. Very fun. And a little pinch of salt to make it nice and salty, mixing in and smoothing out all of the ingredients. And, you know, if you want to add a little, like, bee pollen or cut up some fresh fruit, this is definitely Ooh. a trip to the health food store, you know, so the, all these ingredients you can find there. So get some right. yummy strawberries and dip them in there and then drizzle that chocolate all over your partner's body and take a long, luscious time licking it off. This is an activity that doesn't require intercourse, but it could definitely end in intercourse. Just don't get any of the honey chocolate mixture in your hoo-hoo, because yes. that might be a little invitation. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it sounds, see, and I love, too, what's so great, Jai, is that people feel like they have to go out and spend a lot of money. It's like, oh, they think this is going to be a big investment. It doesn't have to be a big investment. Think about when you were, however old you were, when you started having sex, or, you know, back way back when. You want to spend a ton of money on it. So you don't do it now. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, and then you use your coconut oil. Coconut oil can also be a lubricant. You know, I like to keep a bottle by my bed, a bottle in my bathroom for my skin, and uh, a jar in my kitchen. So there yeah. there you go. You multi-purpose the recipe. <laughs> right, and you know what? There's still time for folks, too, because I know, like, for parents, it's kind of sometimes a little awkward if you don't have a great store in your hood where you can go and purchase. Um, products and toys and lube and all that. So, hi, the Internet is perfect. You can still get it by Monday. And, you know, and, and read some of the reviews, look at some of the ingredients because, you know, you don't want any icky stuff on or inside you. But And check them out and see what's out there. You know, just t- make it, make a pact for this year. Make 2011 the year where you're just going to change things up and, and shake things up in the bedroom. It's a perfect time mm-hmm. to do it. I love it. Thank you so much for joining us, Kristen. This has really been a pleasure to have you on, and I really look forward to reading your book. I have to get a copy now. Yeah, that I have hello. Well, get, yeah, get your man over there to pop over to the bookstore. You can get it on Amazon.com, too. It, it does make, I mean, of course, I'm very biased. It makes a wonderful Valentine's Day gift. Mm, awesome. So you can get the Mominatrix book and my book on Amazon, Red Hot Touch and Miss Mominatrix Mom's book. What's the name of your book again? I had the Mominatrix's the Guide to Sex. There we go. So get the Mominatrix's Guide to Sex and Red Hot Touch to learn your erotic massage, and you've got a really great Valentine's Day. There you go. And my book's Perfect. really inexpensive. It's $10, so can't argue yeah, with that. Yeah, seriously. Thanks so much for having me. You're very welcome. I've had a really great time on Sex with Jaya today. Be sure to check out my new project that launches on Valentine's Day, ReclaimSex.com. Me and Ellen Heed, we are shaking things up in the postpartum sexuality after baby, get your sex life back world. And thank you to Kristen Chase, MamaNatrixBook.com is her, her site. And thank you both for being on the show. I really enjoyed Sex with Jaya today. Have you? I have enjoyed Sex with Jaya. You have been listening to Sex with Jaya. For more, you'll have to tune in next Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time to the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, make it the best weekend ever with tips you've learned from today's show. Thanks again for joining us. Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Allo Cadabra. Aloe Cadabra is 95% organic aloe vera. Visit www.allocadabra.com today.